Hello and welcome to Hmm, Interesting Choice on the Hat on Dog Network. This podcast is basically the bad music podcast. The show is hosted by John and Martin, that's me, and we review bad albums with special guests. Subscribe and rate on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. We're on Twitter and Facebook at HMM Choice. Get in touch with us. Today's episode, though, we have a great guest, Stuart McPherson, one of my favourite comedians. He's doing a work in progress show at the Glasgow Comedy Festival at the State Bar on the 28th of March. Welcome to today's episode. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Scottish comedian and BBC Two star Stuart <laughs> McPherson. In a sense. In yeah. a sense. Uh, welcome, Stuart. How are you doing, John? You right? I'm very good. How are you? I'm good, man. Guys, I'm also okay. Shut up. Fuck you, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, today, we're doing an album that you've suggested, which is The Kaiser Chiefs Employment. Yes. The main reason I picked it is just I had it when I was like 11, and I listened to it a lot playing... Championship Manager 5 mm. so Massive tunes <laughs> Chorus A lot of great songs to sign John Utaka for Dunfermline too yeah. Do you guys have any history with this album? Did you have it at the time? or? I almost don't want to say Because I feel like this is uh, Going to be uh, tainting the whole episode But I'll, t- I'll tell you where I'm coming at this album well, from Well I'm sure you hate it You At yeah. one yeah. point I mean I don't like I, it I, <laughs> it's, not, it's not just Oh, how I wish it was just that I hated it. I despise this <laughs> album. But more than good, that, everything good. that it represents. Yeah. yeah. But I don't want to spend this whole album being like, oh, I, I hate it. Because it's like, I mean, it's like at to. uni, uh, people think like hating stuff is a personality. Yeah. And I think I fell into that a little bit. But I think this, this for me just really summed up like lad culture. Like the sound of this album is just like, oi, oi. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's still, it's still it represents still that. I feel like. If Good. you want even worse, you should check out a little band called the Pigeon Detectives. Oh, the PDs. came along shortly after and they were like, the Kaiser Chiefs benefit from the existence of the Pigeon Detectives because they're even laddier. And like, it's all sort of a, Vague sort of Brit pop throwback, yeah. Indie this happens landfill. in pop music a lot, where like one band get big doing a thing, and then yeah. there's like twenty derivatives of that yeah. thing. Yeah, it Brit- was all about Brit-pop. sort of colloquial uh, uh, local English regional Leeds. accents for a bit. Sing, yeah, singing in accents was a yeah, thing. and sort of vaguely funny lyrics but not funny lyrics like light-hearted turns of phrase that weren't funny yeah but. they're all trying to be like cheeky chappy like beatles-esque type lyrics but i don't know i hate i also hate Britpop. i think Britpop mm-hmm. set music back like British five pop. to seven years <laughs> uh i i just really do not like it <laughs> uh, yeah. his face. i have a similar background <laughs> to you i was like i've never been a fan of this band and uh re-listening to it I've never rolled my eyes as many times <laughs> listening to an album. Like, I can do that at movies, but, like, just hearing mm-hmm. lyrics. I only caught myself after doing, like, three times physically rolling my eyes at the lyrics. Yeah. And the sheer... I know it's kind of an obvious thing to say, but the the, the amount of times they fall back on just going, Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Na-na-na-na-na. I mean, there's literally oh. a song called Na-na-na-na-na. Na-na-na-na. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I assumed that this would have been critically sort of panned at the time. Mm. But when you actually look, it's actually really well-reviewed. Yeah. All well-reviewed, apart from Pitchfork, which gave it around a six or but something. Um, what are you going to do? That's Pitchfork, isn't it? Like, the best album review they've got from Pitchfork, Probably, yeah. yeah. And I bet you could find loads of actually quite good albums that Pitchfork hate that are ranked True. lower than Employment yeah. by the guys of James. Yeah. Americans have this thing where they kind of, like, enjoy English bands more unfairly than they do British, uh, American bands, I think. Yeah. They like the foreignness of talking Especially about Especially like, if they're in like football. accents. Yeah, yeah, if they're talking about fruit machines and stuff yeah. like that. It's, Cockles in the heels. Yeah. yeah. In your Googling of Kaiser Chiefs, did you, or you may have already known uh, where they got the, that name from? I've known this for years. Yeah, it's from uh, any listeners' fun facts. Uh, also, fun fact to my Googling of the Kaiser Chiefs uh, mm. this week. Uh, double fun fact. Double fun This from one's extremely fun. A bumper hold, fun. Hold tight to your red stripe, to quote one of the lyrics. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, Ricky Wilson, lead singer of the Kaiser Chiefs, has never ever ordered a dessert. It just in a menu. What you got to say to that? I, I feel like you said that in a way that he's never ordered a dessert. Yet he's he has one them. every meal. <laughs> Someone just gives him a dessert. Yeah, he it. can't escape desserts. Um, 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 with his eyes. Chefs. If you want to know more about Ricky Wilson's eating habits, there's a Guardian article about I think it's called Life on a Plate that series they do and he's one of the, the guests wow. all the comments below the line are always like oh wow so interesting yeah. like I, I, I hate Guardian comments anyway that's a different podcast but um, yeah they got the name from uh, it's a football team in South Africa that Lucas Radaby who ended up being the captain of Leeds he came from them yeah and the owner named that so yeah there the was called the Kaiser Chiefs with a Z but the yeah. owner named that club after himself. His name was Kaiser Mochong. Really? Uh, <laughs> what a legend. It, yeah. It'd be like oh, calling yeah. your football team like Stuart Rovers or something. Which I would. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I bet that Kaiser guy never knew what blood he'd have on his hands all these years down yeah. the line. Yeah. When I was Googling I this week, are. they've been, they have, they do play the odd gig. And what's amazing to me is that Na 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 song. I assumed that had just, firstly, I didn't realise it was a single. Yeah. That's clearly them just arsing around in the studio, but yeah, it somehow it's made so it clearly the film. Mm-hmm. I guess they're. But they play that as an encore. <laughs> play still. that. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they are still around, but like, you know, when somebody has brain death and is on, a, like, is in a vegetative coma, are they alive? Get into it. Let's get into it for a song. Man. Every day I love you less and less. Uh, one of Great the things, song. One of the things this band do that I really appreciate, they do it in this one and a couple of others. They say the title in the first line of yeah, the song. Yeah, there's no fucking around. There's no very subtext. efficient band. Yeah, my residing memory. There was a guy at uni who used to just sing the line and then like clap after it and then just keep looking around. <laughs> so he would just say like, "Every day I love you less and less. Every day like I love you less camp. and less." Yeah. And that's the only thing I think of listening to this. The thing I hate the most, particularly prominent on this song, is like how almost every syllable needs to rhyme. Like, there's no need for that in lyrics. Yeah. It's like, depressed, blessed, obsessed. There's, yeah, that, yeah, it's way too much. I'm sorry, I digressed. Yeah. It's like, fucking there's relax, no need man. For it. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. You know how to rhyme. Yeah, it goes on way too long. Some of those, like, it'll be like the same rhyme yeah. five times on the spin. Yeah. And he, he is just singing in that like dumb lad's voice, yeah. which he which he can turn on and off because there's other songs mm. in this where he sings 
uh, in a better way, I think. Yeah. Uh, but unless he's, he's very much, oh, I'm singing a song, oh, and I, I don't need it. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. There's a lot of different ways that he sings on different songs, which is kind of jarring. But no. also, I guess it's a young sort of band trying to find their voice or whatever. Yeah, it's debut album. Yeah. It is like quite jarring to hear this first song and then the next song, uh, I Predict a Riot, because they are basically the same song. Like, you can just sing them back to back and it is like, every day I love you, listen this, I Predict a Riot. Are you suggesting they should have stitched them together and made it like the sort of Bohemian Rhapsody? Uh, we want a melody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the radio will play it. Yeah. The whole album is just a medley of like 70 minutes. Like I mean, the same song. Once I started hearing that second track, I was like, it can't be this for 40 minutes. And to they, be fair, it, it isn't, but it isn't. also is. But this, this song starts with like maybe the worst lyric of all time in my opinion. Watching the people get leery, it's not very pretty, I tell thee. Yeah. These what I'm talking about, that's like the sort of it's meant to be sort of funny and cheeky, but it's yeah. just not as it's just shit. Leary Leary in a song, I'm out. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I and don't then I tell thee. Oh, I don't know oh, if oh. the timeline li- lines up or not but was that Shakespearean times <laughs> because um, then it would make sense no uh, yeah I think it's, what I was going to say is it's, it's like that when Russell Brand first emerged mm. he was doing a lot of that sort mm. of ooh, like yeah. just saying Dickensian language and all this kind of and, like, and it's so sort of such an affectation yeah I feel like they do a fair bit of that Oh, well, lads, but we have brains. Yeah. We read Shakespeare. <laughs> it does have a, re- a reference to John Smeaton, which caused me to have to figure out if it was the one the that we John Smeaton. There is a philosopher called John Smeaton, oh, which right, right. they are referencing. Is it the same philosopher who sparked out <laughs> who that guy at the airport? <laughs> His philosophy. Fuck you, Raffi. There's a lot of, like, spooky oh, yeah, in this. I was going to say, it's incredibly spooky. Yeah, uh, I like it. Uh, just pick it. Uh, I predict a riot! <laughs> <laughs> um, I see a third track. Um, Modern Way. Yeah. I like the intro for me. For this. This is I was highlight. like, maybe this is going to be a good album, actually, but. I have almost nothing else to say apart from I like the instrumental, then the lyrics, and I'm like, okay, this isn't the worst, but this is still bad. Modern way, aka more cowbell. I mean, yeah, so cowbell. constant cowbell. Yeah. I've never heard anything like it. Like talking about that they were over rhyming initially. This song, you could sing any lyrics to this, and it would work. You could sing everything. John is sitting on a <laughs> chair in front of me right now. Stuart is also here. <laughs> and he's looking at me like I'm mad. <laughs> I like how you said that. I was like, you can sing anything. You can. And then you had like nothing to say. <laughs> I will that was something. Not have pudding. I am full for <laughs> Yeah. See, so it doesn't need a rhyme. You just talk about your day. <laughs> Um, but then on to na 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 na. I opened the lyric page for this and laughed. <laughs> like, yeah, the lyrics were just na 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 na. It's not even a good na. It's an annoying. It goes na 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 na. It's yeah. too high. It's really it's irritating. It's deliberately annoying. I think. <laughs> 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 
Listen. I hate the way he says that. Yeah. That's like the three thing again. Again, they're just trying to. That just seems to me like a Beatles ripoff because the mm. Beatles would do that. Yeah. Just mispronounce stuff deliberately. And they're like, oh, what if we said listen? Yeah, that, that sounds like, like it would be the worst song on the White Album. Mm-hmm. Um, on to the next track now. You can have it all. I have nothing to say about this song. I like, think it's it a nice enough melody. It's fine. It's, it's just bland. It's not. It's very bland. Yeah. yeah. Again, this this is just album filler. Uh, I think they've they've just said let's do a song like this, like ABBA, or this could like maybe be like yeah. a, a Beatles song, and let's just I think, do I think that I as a song. Listening to this album was a thing I really enjoy in music is specifics, and they have almost no specifics in these songs. Yeah, like they keep on referring to it and this without like any any details. Yeah. They have a real... They really ride the line of blandness and high energy. And those things feel like they don't complement each other. Yeah. Who can have it all? Is it me? Tell me. Be more specific. Yeah. Who's to say? Maybe it's leaving you to do the, the pondering. Well, find the answers within yourself. We're finding hidden depths in this. <laughs> but why are we putting off, guys? Let's move on to the floor filler of Oh My God. Oh My mm. God. Mm, a real Casio piano sound to this song that I'd forgot. That's really good. It sounds real bad to me. Really? I do not I like, like that. I love that piano. Good sounds bass like line. Jules Holland fanning about. Yes. yes. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yes. <laughs> He's sitting at like the wrong bit of the piano and you have to just move him down a note and then it's in tune. Jules has had a few too many red wines. So much of this song feels like, well, my name's rapping Ricky, and I'm here to say it's fun <laughs> it to rap. That, yeah. Like I'm kind of. I just think the, the the chorus is so bad, but the verse yeah. is decent. That that's oh, exactly I what I thought. I think this is my favourite song, but in the chorus, it's almost like they can't stop themselves from turning it into a Kaiser Chiefs song. They're just playing a song, and again, he's not doing a dumb voice. It's like kind of like a nice song, but then he just basically goes like. Ugh. Like you know, and, uh, into a werewolf. <laughs> yeah, they can't help themselves, can they? No. You know, in the American Office, when Michael is at the improv mm. thing yeah. and he can't yeah. help but have a it's gun, gun every scene, uh-huh. they're like that, but with oh, <laughs> so like, you can yeah. hear them like really holding back and try not to, and then they just yeah. explode. <laughs> we need a lad chorus in every song. Again, I'm liking this. This is all okay. What's happening here, uh, Martin? Uh, oh, oh, no! This chorus reminds me a bit of the automatic, do you remember that? What's that coming over the hill? Is it a monster? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a scene, like a sketch sort of scene in a film that shouldn't be there. Like the chorus, like they've shoehorned that in because yeah. they think it's great. I would, I'd love to. I would love if like Peter Jackson included this in Lord of the Rings, though. <laughs> like just seriously in in that film, just we hammer this song into like when Sam's like leaving home for the first time. <laughs> that would be great. I'd I can't like believe you that. like the verses to this, guys. Like, I wrote down. Has anybody heard this song before? Because it's real bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the verse is fine. It's just. It's just. It sounds like two different songs. Stitched together. It does. It, yeah. There's a lot of songs like that. And in fact, the but like, John hates both ones, of them. I hate both of those. <laughs> Two different ba- songs. Each one worse than the last. Again, it's this specificity thing of like, I'm so far away from home, which isn't even really in the verse. Uh, moving on. Born to be a dancer. 
Um, oh yeah, what's this one again? This feels like it has. I've just wrote down that this has a good intro piano guitar bit, but the singing is insufferable. This sounds like a, I've put a different album it on. It sounds now. like a different yeah. band. But and then I think maybe the next one's. I know just I've wrote down that once he starts singing, it's yeah. bad. Uh, on the Capital Express, true west. He is singing like how a vampire would sing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm 200 years old. I like blood. I'm a vampire. I hate garlic. <laughs> what else is there to say about that song? Was it? Nothing else. Nothing. Moving on. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Try I really want to get into the nuts and bolts of these bad filler album tracks. <laughs> get under the hood. Oh, so much of this album feels like filler. <laughs> like, you look under the hood and it's like just a tiny motorbike engine. I think it's fun to look for something that's not there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's the point of this podcast. <laughs> uh, but next song, Saturday Night. Foreshadowed the appearance of Blur. Yeah, yeah. No, his guitar is motorbike. Oh, yeah, sorry. (laughs) I mean, you think Graham Coxon, surely the guitar. He's playing the motorbike. Can we we rev that engine? Yeah, yeah. I I heard it and I thought it was like a drill initially. Do you think he does ride a drill and no one's told him? (laughs) Just a big drill. (laughs) Like my new Harley. Again, some Devo-type keyboards, but it's the only interesting part. This is the one that's got the lyric where it's like, is a word that is long. Which I read two different reviews about this album, and one of them praised how clever that lyric was, and the other one derided how shit that lyric is. (laughs) So I mean, they're polarising people, if nothing else. I wrote that down as like the worst lyric. It's infuriating. It's like they've ran out of ideas. Yeah. Happiness. It's fucking annoying, isn't it? I think you're generally running out of ideas if you're just singing a song and you're like, let's do a song about Saturday night. Let's do a song about Saturday night. Get Graham Cox and his motorbike in. Because they've already got, I predict, a riot is about like a night out. Yeah. I just want to see a full album of like days of the week songs because everyone people have done like the weekend for sure, but and Monday I guess, but like where's a like Wednesday, Wednesday at three yeah. pm? Well, I don't have a time. <laughs> you could do a time. <laughs> then there's more songs. You could do more songs, Sean. It there's only like seven days of the album week. You yeah, you seem like you're going to make this album. <laughs> well, just throwing it out there as a challenge. Throw it away, listeners. Make that album hashtag. Days of the Week album. <laughs> Took a real moment to consider that hashtag. <laughs> that imaginary hashtag. Uh, moving on. What did I ever give you? This is a spooky Mario song. I yeah, wrote get this that spooky organ on. Yeah, this is like a vampire playing organ. I'm going to be organ. chilled to my very core. This is either a vampire playing organ or someone who can't play organ playing organ. <laughs> yeah, somebody's creeping down a hallway in rhythm. Yeah, it's a bit start of a ghost train. This, of course, has the product placement for Red Stripe alluded to earlier, I believe. Hold tight to your This song is unique in that it is both spooky and boring at the same time and it's usually very difficult to be both they've pulled off with a plum though I'd love to hear the guy at Kelvin Grove who plays the organ at 3 and bash that one out hey play Kaiser Chiefs pal hey put on a bit of the Chiefs oi oi 
uh, track number 10 then uh, time, time honored, honored tradition. tradition oh my god again oh, you gotta give it to them first line of the song has the song title can we just listen to the start of this this yeah. sounds like I don't know if you know like Mike Hanford uh, who does like a John Lennon impression yeah. this sounds like a Mike Hanford parody <laughs> song <laughs> yeah. it does oh I hate well, it sounds exactly like Mike Hanford's also, I've just lost my Even temper writing notes yeah. by this point, and I've just wrote, fuck this dumb shit. <laughs> I wrote down that I had in- invertently balled up my fists on hearing this nutrition light. This has got to be the dumbest song ever written about mortality. <sighs> is this about mortality? You can't escape the reaper's reap, and that is the end of that. That's the lyric, right? Well, the chorus is about Santa. Is it? Oh, These are I great. Get, lyrics, I get the joke. Mark Martin didn't oh, hear it. There uh, you go. It's solid. I no word of a lie. See that bit there. This song pops into my head. I'd say a conservative estimate once a week mm. for the last thirteen years, just of how stupid it is. I go, <laughs> it's not an old wife's tale. Too much red meat and day. That bit, genuinely, that comes in my head once a week because I'm like. Why the fuck was that ever recorded? <laughs> <laughs> do they do this as an encore? I don't think oh, so. I hope they open the gig. Oh, <laughs> you gotta see them do it live, though. Oh, like when whoa, you go and see Wheatus, they open and close with this. <laughs> I like that in all of our impressions of them performing this, we're moving our shoulders up. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's just a very cheeky. <laughs> so it's like something an old Cockney yeah. granddad would uh, He's probably got a cane. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely dog shit this song and it's wanting the penultimate song caroline yes which is a play on caroline no the yes. beach boys which is infuriating the beach boys a are far a far inferior song Ugh. even though i can't remember how this one goes remotely i don't i don't <laughs> mind this but this like it's got interest in like it's got an interest in chord progression and like melody and stuff like it almost sounds like it could be an angel olsen song or something uh, take that back <laughs> The only thing that I will say that is good about this song is the original title for it was Hail to the Chief, which is gross. The Kaiser Chief. (laughs) Precisely. Can you play a bit of this? Because I can't remember what it is, and I like Angel Olsen, so I'm going to imagine her singing it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's imagine an Angel Olsen version. I also think that the band think the minor key is cool. Like, oh, <laughs> pop bands don't do minor keys. Yeah, this is something new. It's a, it's a similar progression like uh, Sweet Dreams by Angel Olsen, which is why it kind of reminds me of it. Fine, isn't it? it ends up being a bit of a screaming match at the end, though, I think, doesn't it? Oh, I mind it. Lovely song to play Chad Man to this. Not many lyrics towards the back end. <laughs> yeah. Focus on training. That might be one of my favourite songs. They also go on a course. The course does build up, but it doesn't build up to just, like, laddie on no. the dance floor jumping around. I don't mind that. Yeah. Yeah. It's bland. But and then rough. I would say it really peters out with the last song. Yeah. The last song... Uh, I had to double check to make sure this wasn't on the Japanese release. It's right, such yeah. a B-side. Yeah, so this is track 12, Teammate. Teammate. Yeah. Also, for more texture on this, this is where they get the scrapey thing out. Lovely. If we could hear a little bit of the scrapey. <laughs> mm. Is the scrape spooky? I can't remember it. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, I'm, got, not, I'm not spooked out no. by it, but I could see if you Sounds were a bit like a cricket, though, or something. It could be someone's uh, ribcage, like a ribcage xylophone, but you're just scraping it. You've got, you've got to give it up to them, though. They get the song title in the third line. It's close. It's not bad. It's not bad. I feel like he's just trying so hard to sound endearing. Yeah. This just sounds like he's trying to be blur. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, sounds yeah, yeah. like a blur impression. Have you heard that song they did on a album since then where it's all about eating crisps for tea? <laughs> <laughs> what do we want for tea? We want crisps. <laughs> you heard that? I can't tell if you're joking. I'm or not. not. I'm being. I've never been more serious. That sounds really dreadful. I don't okay, know. Can you tell, find that? Tell me the song. I'll find <laughs> Google it. Kaiser Chiefs crisps. <laughs> Chiefs. Oh, what do we want for tea? We want crisps. Just in case you weren't guys. sure what to Google there, John. <laughs> yeah, it's the I'm Kaiser sure Chiefs crisps song. Because they had Ruby. You must have known that song. I know Ruby. Is this it? Is it? And what year was this, John? This was. 2021? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> From the future? Spookiest song yet? Um, there's no information about... Oh wait, 2009. Yeah, too late. We'd all checked out by then. We couldn't stop him. So that's four years later and they're still just doing a Beatles impression, basically. Yeah. It's cool to Where do you think this song would place in your top ten songs on that first album? I don't know, like Would this even be an out, like a single? That's it. Sorry, I spoke over it. <laughs> Did you hear it? Yep. I want crazy. I couldn't stop myself from hearing it, but I heard it. In fact, that's... That's one of their most emotive lyrics because in his food and the plate, he speaks about his love of crisp sandwiches. With tears in his eyes. <laughs> Why does he have a platform? Why do people not know platform, the Kaiser Chiefs? <laughs> says, I've spoken to Michelin-starred chefs after appearing on Saturday morning TV shows and they can all reel off their favourite crisp sandwich like Frazzles, White Bread, Lurpak. Oh, he's a liar too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that creativity from his songs bleeding into his lies. Yeah, he's met lots of Michelin star chefs. I don't think he even knows what Michelin is. I'm just going to keep doing Ricky Wilson quotes about crisps and you can yeah, just fade it down. <laughs> well, I, do, I do have a quote uh, that he said. Uh, he, liked, he likes to get in the crowd during gigs. He says, I like to get out there to see what they smell like. Mm. Uh. Um, I competed in, in one uh, and he's talking about uh, blind taste tests about crisps here I competed in one on couple sol- on a couple of holiday in Tuscan recently and I got 10 out of 10 in a range that covered baked 20p tangy toms up to gourmet sweet chilli kettles what fucking and that's Ricky kind Wilson of holiday? not Wim Butler from Arcade Fire <laughs> he's booking some couples holiday that one of the activities is blind taste <laughs> tests of crisps <laughs> what is his life because he's just like me and you Martin I You're mean, this is a that. fascinating insight into people that are very different oh, from he's me, so I'm trying to have to an open mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Was the other couple like Gary Lineker and his wife? Do you want to hear a joke from Egg Static on the Below the Line Guardian comments? Always. I bet Ricky just loves a bowl of na-na-na-na-na nachos. 
I don't get it. <laughs> there was a reply to it, but it's been uh, <laughs> removed by moderators. <laughs> it was too spicy. <laughs> uh, okay, let's end this. Um, yeah, last... We've all had enough Kaiser Chiefs, haven't we? We had too much enough. in 2005. <laughs> uh, the last thing we do is two questions, and two questions only. Um, do you think they achieved what they wanted to on this album? And do you like, love, hate, or dislike this album? John likes to say it in a weird order. <laughs> I, I like to, to do non-linear dislike, but in mm. the way that I would say I'm, a, I'm an agnostic rather than an atheist. Whereas I am basically an atheist, but you know I can't prove. You know what I mean? Like keep your kind politics of off the show. On the hate scale, it's a nine point nine, but a ten would constitute hate. Ooh. Okay. So I, you, would say you only, I would say a dislike of seven would get me a hate for sure. <laughs> I'd say so too. So yeah, so you're really you're keeping that hate in your pocket in case you need to use it heart. for something that in your you heart. really, really despise. Yeah. Okay. Um I mean I'll never listen to it again. Hey, you don't need to this is not some Darren Brown situation where we're trying to make you change your choice. If dislike is fine. I'm gonna you say don't... dislike purely because it the, the things that stop me from despising it remind me of being young and having my life ahead of me. You've got to give it top to them, though. They have predicted this with every day I love you less and less, which yes. is about their fans listening to Their second album. prediction. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but do you think they achieved artistically what they wanted on this album? Well, the first time you asked the question, you left at the word artistically. And I would have said, I think that. they achieved... He's, fu- he's screwing me here. I think they achieved what they set out in that it was a big mainstream smash hit that led to, you know, them being able to tour for years off the back of it. Because yeah. no one's coming to the Kaiser Chiefs from their third album or whatever. I think the reason that they still have any currency right now is because of the singles off that first album. Mm. So I think they I think they did. I don't think they were trying to change the wheel when they released Employment. What mm. do you think? But you're stroking your chin, Martin. I would say... <laughs> like you're going to get a thought for that, <laughs> Or do you think they had artistic pretensions? I th- I think that they... Well, let's just get this out of the way. I hate this album <laughs> maybe more than any other album off. we've listened to. <laughs> Um, that's that's not true. There was, there was a couple of tracks I liked. We've definitely listened to some albums that I've hated more on this. It's probably like an eight or nine on the scale. Uh, what they did achieve, I think, obviously because they are like a best-selling band and they had like lots of hits, like they achieved in that uh, respect. But I'm not sure if they they don't strike me as the sorts of guys that are like, let's get rich quick and let's just give the people what they want. I think they are trying to be like the Beatles or mm. the Kinks. <coughs> or like Franz Ferdinand, uh, um, less less so Franz Ferdinand, more like those classic bands that really try and do something artistically. I think, but their version of artistically involves crisps. <laughs> so I think I think they failed. I, I'd say they mm. failed for that. Mm. What about I, you, John? Do you answer this question? Yes, <laughs> I am. I'm allowed, and but I am. I'm an impartial judge, so I cannot answer this question. <laughs> I hate this album. This is not good. There was one song that modern way. I was like, you know what? This is good. Maybe they just sucker for cowbell. I enjoy a good cowbell. (laughs) But apart from that, it's like it's a real drain to listen to this. It's a slog, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. But I will disagree with you, Martin. I think they are sellouts and they achieved exactly what they wanted with this. I do not think they have any pretensions of artistry. 
like their achievement I think their goal with this album was like let's get big and do a lot of gigs and then get Red Stripe and have crisps and I like Red Stripe and crisps so Mm. You know. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. just before we end the episode, Stuart, do you have any plugs? Uh, not really. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, I guess. That's Stuart McP. What's your handle at Stuart McP? MCP. Mm. Uh, there's still some stuff on iPlayer you can watch. So I've got a short stand-up set on. It's called the Comedy Underground on iPlayer, and I've got a wee segment in a show called The State of It. Both very funny. I enjoyed those. Thanks, uh, man. A lot. Yeah, and it'd be good if yeah if we could get a series of the state, that'd be good. Yeah. Um, other uh, than that, no. Also, I just like to plug for you. Also, on our Hat on Dog Network, we oh, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can <laughs> I just say the Apprentice podcast? So yeah, I do an Apprentice podcast. So already that's dated. It's finished. It's finished. So yeah. who's going back to listen to it? But Maybe someone's just in the middle of. Sorry, uh, if you've got season. them all on your Sky Plus, rattle them through. Listen to me and Gemma speculate on who's shagging each other. Yep. <laughs> is, that, is that what's in the episodes? <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's it. Really. Bye. Okay. <laughs> you guys got no good plugs? Uh, follow me on Twitter at underscore Martin James. Follow me at Lybot. L Y E Bot. End of episode. Interesting Choice is a production for the Hat on Dog Network. For more information, visit hatondog.com.